Bling. <laughs> All right, Leanne, what is your question? So you have mentioned before that you guys are working on some kind of coaching education pipeline? Yes. What are you guys thinking in terms of like seminars, online class, combination of both? Well, what we had thought about, and kind of the direction we're heading is, is in that of a, uh, a series of weekly lessons, so to speak. We would uh, probably start off, uh, I, we're talking about something on the order of 26, 30 weeks with uh, uh, the lesson being handed out on, on Monday and due in on Friday. Uh, the lesson would, what we're thinking of right now, would be composed of an anatomy segment so that we would assign a plate out of netter that you would have to write, say, a 500-word monograph on. And then another science assignment from physics, physiology, some pertinent science. Or even the website, your website. Or even. Even, even the website, whatever the content seems appropriate. We're still kicking all this content around, right? So we've kind of settled on two of those components, and then there will be a, uh, a couple of videos that SSOC is going to provide to us that you'll have to www.startingstrengthonlinecoaching.com. <laughs> sorry. How does that no financial gain whatsoever. <laughs> All right, I won't touch it. I'm sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Right here. So talk you're going to have to break down some you videos. Talk across the top you, of it. You're going to have to break down there you go. some videos. Why did you give him a mic? Uh, so this yeah. is a terrible mistake. I mean, that was a terrible idea. But the whole point of the pipeline is to produce it, more coaches. Yes. Right? Yes. So, so part, part three is that you'll have to critique some videos. Yeah. All right. Part four is you'll have to turn in some videos of you coaching for us to look at. This thing does not guarantee passage of either the platform or the essay. This is just some guided study. So will you be able to kind of um, on your own time or yes, is it going to be? It's okay. on your own time. We will, we will mail it out to you, email it to you on Monday. You'll have to have the parts of it that we need back on Friday. Okay. So it, it is like a weekly, each lesson yes, is a week. Yes, it's a weekly it's lesson. A, okay. It's a weekly lesson that'll have to be turned in. The... The reason for this is quite simple. We're not growing very fast. All right. Now, there's two ways to handle not growing very fast. Make it easy. Yeah, you do the CrossFit model, the NSCA model, the IDEA model, the AFA model, all the other ACE, all the other certifying bodies where you just pay your money and you get your certificate. We're not going to do that. We'll never do that. The other way would be to ensure that you have a way to come better prepared to pass this evaluation. And that's what we're going to try. Who would do something like that? Quick poll. Yeah, yeah so, so Rip well, and I... Uh, let's, Rip, Rip let and me I, give you the price point that we're talking about. Well, hold on, about. hold on. Rip, Rip and I are going to have to probably get in a gunfight about this, but... 
the uh, I, I really think that the way this is going to look is that it's going to be uh, it's going to be sessions or classes of 15. I know this, if 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 we were to do it right now, it's the way I'd want it done. So 15 people. So you and 14 other would sign up at the same time for this, for a start date like next week, and then we start sending you guys lessons and then all the the coaching evaluations and the uh, uh, essentially you'd have a forum right and you guys would would look at each other's coaching and uh, and offer feedback to each other and then a guy like me or Jordan or, or Reynolds or Nikki would be in there and be like nope you guys are completely wrong you know look at this and look at this and then you guys would discuss a lot of it so a lot of it it'd be guided but a lot of it would be peer-reviewed um, and as far as the the anatomy plates and all that stuff we will offer feedback obviously but uh, you guys will offer feedback to each other as well for the same reason that we coach each other in the platform here it would I think it would work out really well so uh, yeah I mean the idea the idea is we don't have enough coaches to go around so if I come across somebody who's like yeah you know my mom she just got out of the hospital after a hip replacement she's been cleared to walk and start exercising or whatever but she lives in Utah I have nobody within a couple hundred miles that I could refer her to and that's not a unique situation across the world, uh, certainly even just within the United States. So we need more coaches. And, and that, that's point one. Point two is um, how do we get more people strength training, you know, with a progressively overloaded, you know, barbell-based uh, program? Well, we need more coaches to expose more people, right? And we just don't have it. We don't have the numbers. And so, you know, Rip, Rip calls me up. He goes, you know, how do we grow? <laughs> and I said, well, the obvious bottleneck is we just don't have enough coaches, right? We have 100 and maybe 150 coaches, 123 coaches right now, right? And so each, even with huge, huge spheres of influences, that's still only X amount of people who get exposed to this, right? And X amount of people in the community who get exposed and can talk about and evangelize or whatever. Now, if we have 1,000 coaches, each of them are going to have a sphere of influence and affect their community and people are going to be talking about it. And then, then you start to get this like critical mass where people are exposed to this stuff. And imagine if instead of a couple hundred people in each major metropolitan area, you know, squatting below parallel, having a barbell-based resistance training program, it's a couple thousand people. That's huge, yeah. right? And that's how you start getting, uh, you know, to, to that next level and, and really starting to affect some change. So. This, the whole thing isn't to pad anybody's wallet. It's gonna be a bunch of extra work for a handful of people. It's usually how the stuff goes. But we can do a whole lot of good if we get more people who are uh, certified to teach this method. And, and once again, it's, this is gonna to have to be understood. When we get this thing put together, this will by no means guarantee anything. You, you would think no. Rip's a doctor with this. And you know, check with your doctor first. Check with your doctor. <laughs> There is a demand for this credential. Everyone who has this credential is working with it and making money. All right? This method, if they want to, yeah. This method is the only method in the entire exercise industry that always works every single time it is correctly applied. The, the data study that Raculia did off of the people who were keeping a training log on our board was showed that 1.9% of the people that were keeping a training log on our board were actually doing the program, right? So people who are under the supervision of a starting strength coach, and, and even they were making 
the, the program works even if you're not doing the program correctly. It works. Just doing adding works. So the more people that are under the direct supervision of a starting strength coach, the more people are going to begin strong in the weight room on a predictable, controllable basis. So we need more coaches. And as a result, we're going to, we're working on this. Any more of the particulars right now, we just hadn't settled on. Okay. Um, kind of bouncing off of that last question, okay. do, you have, do you have any opportunities for someone to get into a starting strength gym to work like an internship or anything like that? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I know. I know. Maybe there uh, are okay. starting strength gyms that take interns. I think most starting strength gyms take interns. Yep. Yeah. You got to be ready to travel. You had to have been through the seminar. They're not, they don't, we don't let anybody just walk in off the street. I get a request every week for some kid from Germany that wants to travel over here and, and uh, be an intern at my gym. Well, why is that interesting to me? So I got a kid that doesn't know what the hell to do, that I got to stop what I'm doing and fuck with every day for, for a month. No, we're not going to do that. You know, anybody that wants to intern at a starting strength gym is going to have to have shown enough initiative to come to this seminar and actually, you know, know what it is we do. So you would right? just recommend... I mean, I hadn't got that much trash to take out. You would just yeah. recommend, like, contacting whatever coach is closest to you through email? Yeah. Well, no, no, because whatever coach isn't going to take an intern. Right. You need to reach out to the starting strength gyms on the starting strength gym page at the starting right. and reach out to the closest gym. Yeah. That's, that's an actual yeah. starting strength gym right. to ask if you can intern. Right. Hold on. <laughs> Do that again. You want, you want more? I, mean, I want to lean in. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Look left. Left. My left. Ready? Last one. Okay, Terry. Um, I'm leaning towards the online coaching and maybe working with Cody because he's local. Um, well, if you have an opportunity to work with Cody locally, work with Cody locally, not online coaching. Okay, so not both. Well, if you're working with a starting strength coach in person on the platform with you, you don't need online coaching. Okay, but I was thinking probably He's out in, in O'Fallon, so he's a little bit away from me. I'm actually in Columbia, Southern Illinois. But if you've got so an opportunity. He's in Southern Illinois, well, which I means, hold on. <laughs> listen, listen. So first off, all, all my staff know that if somebody leaves Starting Strength Online Coaching and hires an in-person coach full-time, that's, that's a step up. That's a good thing, right? Yeah. But if you have the opportunity to train with Cody once a month, once every six weeks, and you want to hire Cody to be your starting strength online coaching coach for the rest of that time, that would be perfectly fine. Do that. Hire him. Let him How coach you. How far is Cody geographically from you on a daily basis? It'd be about an hour. So you can't go three no, times a week do, that no, way. Well, he but, said but, from close work, but you so could go, but you could go once or twice a month or whatever. Maybe you once a week. Check, sure. Saturday week, mornings. Perfect. And do, then perfect. sign up with him. Sure. Just talk okay. to him. He'll right. hook you up. It's fine. Okay. Right. All right. All right. Thank you. Well, it should, be it should be stated that even if you were seeing somebody once a week in person, that there's an additional level of service with online coaching that you probably would not be able to get unless it was 
explicitly discussed with your coach in person. For instance, taking video of all your stuff on day two and day three if you're being coached in person on day one and having that reviewed and turned over to you in a timely fashion may not be possible without an additional fee anyway unless you were doing the online coaching, which is the additional fee. Does that kind of make right. sense? Yeah, so, so even if I was seeing somebody once per week and they wanted me to review all their videos on day two and day three. Well, I, that's obviously a different. I'd verse. happily do it, but that, uh, that, again, that, since that does require additional time, I would have to charge for that, and I think that's what you're paying for for the online coaching thing. Diane? Is there, like, a target age group that you guys would like to see more participants or more coaches that cover? Like, are there, you know, older people that you would like to see coming in more as learning how to coach people? Are there more women you would like to see? Is there from specific? A, are you saying from a business standpoint? Yes. Or are you saying from a, well, from, that's easy. From a business standpoint, we want to see 30 plus. 35 to 55 is the best demographic because they can pay you. All right. As a client. As a client. She's saying from a business perspective. As a client, you want 35 to 55, or maybe even 45 to 65. Yeah, 40 to 60. Because they have money. They're not full of silly bullshit. They've got fewer. They're committed to the, to the activity once they start it. They're just better clients. Uh, I think everybody here would agree that a 23-year-old kid contacts you and wants you to coach him, you say, no, go away. Because <laughs> they don't make good clients. 23-year-old kids don't make good clients. There's too much stuff in the way. So from a business standpoint, you want an older demographic, a mature demographic, certainly. And from a, from a moral standpoint, it could probably be argued quite successfully that you the older the person is, the more help you're going to be to them with respect to quality of life. So I think we all prefer to work with older people. I mean, kids like Chase are a lot of fun to work with. But if I can get Chase's grandmother, you know, off the toilet without having to use her hands, that's a lot more satisfying. Yeah. She doesn't have to go live in a nursing home then. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, as a, for a clientele, that's absolutely true. For coaches, I would prefer to see more women, uh, you know, between the ages of 25 and 45 who want to go through this. Our demographic, as you may have ascertained, is predominantly male, right? And I don't have a problem working with guys, and I'm happy to, you know, train guys, uh, you know, until my, my last day here. But um, I think we're missing a large demographic. And I think getting more women coaches, like half that. of it, like half the demographic half of the, the entire population universe. Yeah. Uh, open well, let's take a head count. One, two. Uh, yeah. Well, we can count two. on one. We can count on one so, hand how many yeah, women are in the two. room. Yeah. But and then we can, you know, similarly for coaches, there's just not that many women right. doing the strength training. And so that doesn't mean there aren't a lot of women in the fitness industry who aren't putting out, uh, in many senses, silly bullshit. Okay, and I want them to go through this and pass and hold the standard and be able to teach this stuff because well, I think they bring a demographic that we're not yet reaching. Well, before we reach, before we get them to come through this, we have to create an interest in barbell training in the women's population, and there isn't one right now. Our historic demographic in this seminar has been 
2580, 25-75 sometimes. There was one seminar. Toronto. There was half women, half men. Yeah, that yeah. was Toronto many years ago. That was about half and half, but that's, that's the only time that's ever happened. The vast majority of the time, there are five women and 25 men. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... And, and it's, you know, we're not, you know, we don't run them off, but they're not interested in barbell training. Now, whose fault is that? Okay, well, it's not our fault. Okay, it's not our fault. But what is, what have they been spoon-fed by the media and by popular culture? Well, well so that, that's the thing. So, you I, know. so I would actually disagree and say that there's not an interest for women in barbell training. There is a, an interest uh, from women in training, however, they're getting fed the wrong information by people who are perpetuating this conventionalism that's been conditioned for a long time. Uh, the stereotype is just yeah. much, so much more fun. And there's all, and, and that's what sells to them too. It's well, you got to do this cardio, and here's a special booty workout pr program, link in bio, all this other weird stuff that ultimately, you know, may make money for the person pushing it, but is doing a massive disservice to the gender at large. And so I would love to have more women coaches who had, by their own accord, come, stumbled upon this, took an interest in it, and now serve as these sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, brand yeah, brand ambassadors. Brand absolutely. ambassadors. So, Lincoln you know, profile. Versus, versus it being CrossFit, right? So CrossFit's introducing these people to barbell training, but layered on with a whole other level of bullshit that doesn't apply to them. And it's, I don't dislike CrossFit for that. Okay, because they see these high-level athletes who are performing at a very high level and are getting great results from these not CrossFit-type <laughs> training, you know, and that's their that's their introduction to barbell training. What I'd like to say is, hey, look, you know, you you like this barbell training? We can get you the results that you want, you know, that you want within the context of your own genetics and your availability to train and this, that, and the other. But that's not as sexy as look at this person with no clothes on who's you know in this compromised position, you know, and you can see into their rectum. Like that's, you know, that's, that's the selling point and we just don't have that yet because we won't take pictures from behind, you know, of the three or, three or four women who attend our seminars, you know. We don't think that's, that's a good, good way to push our brand, so.